I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. What's up, everybody? We have a great, great podcast today because we have our first ever youth. We have a 17-year-old named Noah Halloran who just released the same time as this podcast is coming out a book for teens called Trailblazing Your Teen Years. It's all inspirational. It's all motivational. And here's the thing. God gave him a download of how to do this book in such a quick amount of time. You're going to want to hear the story or let your youth hear the story, especially kids and youth and young adults need to hear this young man who's motivated and disciplined, but also a normal teenager growing up going to public school. So you're going to love the stories today and you're going to love his heart, especially. He just has the most pure heart. So come on, let's listen. Hey, Exploring the Prophetic Family, I'm so excited because one of my lifelong dreams is happening right now as you're listening and you could join. We have an online mentoring platform where we release video content and audio content to you every week. There's five videos. You can listen or watch whatever you want to do, but they're teaching. I'm actually mentoring people who are part of the platform. They call in on video and we do a mentoring session and we release it to all of you because a lot of them will be relatable to everyone. We also do questions and answers. So when you're asking your questions online, we're answering every question and about five to seven of those we answer every week on video as well. And then we have some of your favorite prophets and prophetic voices and ministry voices from around the world sharing their prophetic perspective, how they hear from God and a three to seven minute video every week. So some of your favorite guests who you've ever heard on this show are also gonna be there on the platform defining their prophetic process and then we have supplemental videos. Now here's the deal. We also have added all of our e-courses. So we have an e-course on words of knowledge, an e-course on growing as a prophet called Modern Prophets. We have Prophetic 101. We have a marriage e-course, a financial e-course and all of them are included for one monthly price. So come join us. You go to courses.bowlsministries.com and sign up today. Welcome to today's conversation, you guys. This is Exploring the Prophetic. And I don't want to call this a youth version at all because I don't want people who are adults to stop listening. But we have a 17-year-old who inspires me who's on the show today who's going to share about some things that have happened in his life and even how God led him on the journey to write a book that's really an inspirational, motivational book that I love. I read it in one sitting and was like, I can't believe this this guy. I don't want to say kid because you're not a kid. You're a young man. But I mean... I mean, most 17-year-olds aren't thinking I'm going to write a book, especially over 50,000 words. I mean, I write books all the time, so I understand. But you wrote a book at 17. This is incredible. So let's talk about this. Noah, welcome to the show. Thank you. So how are you doing? Like we're in the middle of like a lockdown. Are you doing okay? Yep, doing fine. And your book is being released very soon. By the time we have this show on, it'll probably be out. Yep, May 10th, 2020. I'm praying yes. for exponential impact because it's, 5, 10, 20. <laughs> I love that. See, you're already talking my language. This is good. Well, on this show, as you know, Noah, and just to remind the viewers or the listeners, I should say, I have a TV show too, so sometimes I get them confused, viewers and listeners. But just to remind you um, and all the listeners that we ask our guests to share just kind of their journey and how God's interacted with them and it's caused real things to happen in their lives, not just you know, pretty unicorns that appear, you know, in a vision, but actual tangible fruit. And I love that Noah, when he sent me the book uh, and and asked me to read it, I was, and we didn't know each other, which I love that you sent it to me. Um, 
I, I love that he wrote it based on an encounter from God. So how did this book start, Noah? Let's talk about the beginning. Yeah, so it started uh, in June. I was, I'm a bored teenager, so I get bored really <laughs> easily. So I was wanting a job, and I figured out that Chick-fil-A would be the best fit for me. So I love turned some in, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, I love Chick-fil-A. I turned in my application, and two weeks passed, and I heard nothing. So I went back in, and I hate wasting time. So I'm like, what happened to the application? And they said they lost it. So oh, no. I turned in another application and that one got delayed again. And it turns out that two days before my final third and final interview, um, I went to a Christian writers conference and there I just felt so inspired by the Holy Spirit. And I felt God was saying, telling me, Noah, these delays were from me. And you need to write a book instead of working at Chick-fil-A. Wow. So now let me go backwards a little bit. Because what made you go to a Christian Writers Conference? Were you interested in writing already? Or were you, was this part of your background? Have you in school already? Have you noticed you have a gift of writing? Or where did this come from? Yeah, I've always had an, I've always kind of wanted to write a book, but I haven't really done anything about it. So I'm just like, oh, I'll do it later. Um, in eighth grade, I won the Writers graduation writer of the year award. Nice. So, I mean, it's been a gift that God has given me, but I haven't really done anything about it until God definitely told me, Noah, you need to write a book. Wow. So then tell what happened because this is pretty radical on how quick it happened. Yeah. So by the Holy Spirit, I wrote 55,000 words in just four weeks. <laughs> There's going to be some people who are so jealous of you right now. There's going to be 45-year-olds and 60-year-olds who are going to be like, I've tried to write 20 times and I got one paragraph. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was definitely the Holy Spirit. Yeah. All glory to God. Um, usually I get about one revelation a week when it comes to uh, just like scripture or just a seer mentality. But... I was getting revelations every single hour. So I took my journal everywhere I went. Wow. Wow. And then I noticed that one of the things you told me or you put in our notes is that when the downpour stopped, it was only for like four weeks. It just stopped and you knew it was done. Yeah, it was all done. Perfect. Well, tell me this. How do you personally, if you could articulate it, how would you describe this downpour, these revelations? Like, does it come internally? Do you hear a voice? Do you have a vision? Like, what does it look like? It just comes to me. I look out in the world and I see people struggling with addiction and I just look at people and I can, I feel like I can feel how they're um, interpreting and how they're struggling and wow. I can look at them and then get inspired to write and articulate it properly. No, I love that. So let's talk about the book. What's it about? Ah, oh, I, I get that question a lot and I'm like, it's hard to say because it's not necessarily over one thing. It's faith-based, obviously. And it has topics such as time management, forming habits, discipline, identity, faith, just pretty much all in one inclusive. And who are you hoping is going to read this? Well, it's mainly targeted for the youth. Yeah. But I feel like adults could benefit just as much. Yeah, I felt like when I was reading it, I, was, I could see it being like a curriculum for young adults and, and youth where people could actually read it as a Bible study or as like a, a personal um, identity journey story. Because a lot of what you talk about speaks of habits we need to form and discipline, like you said. I just thought that was so brilliant, you know, like that you had 
just such a such a masterful way to communicate. Let me ask you this. How much of the book do you feel like you emulate in your life right now? Well, I definitely said at the end of the book, there's many topics that I'm still working on. We're all <laughs> works in progress, but I've came a long way. Ever since I wrote this book and I've been living it out in my personal life, my relationships, um, my peace, my productivity has gone through the roof. No, I love that because one of the things that you know happens when we impart a message to the world around us or you experience a message, it invites you personally to go deeper, usually first. Like you're, you're one of the first ones to the table, so to speak, which is really cool. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've already had this prophetic journey going on as a 17 year old. You talk about the way God speaks to you and the way he interacts with you just really organically. Like tell us some of the other kinds of encounters you've had. I know you had um, some in school and a lot of people are wondering, like there's other students who are like, does God speak about school or during school? Or like, like, is there a place where God wants to interact with me? Cause it feels so separate sometimes from our faith. So let's talk about that one. Well, I mean... Uh, I, I'd say I'm pretty likable. Everyone kind of likes me at the school, but uh, it's just it's. But it's not me. It's not just me that they're liking. They're liking the Holy Spirit that's in me because I don't have to think about it. I just love people, and I work hard because I have the choice to work hard. I'm thankful that I have the ability to uh, go to school while other kids in third world countries do not. And I, I love the scripture that I read the other day, and it's like. Whatever God gives your hands to do, do it with all your might. And I just love that. And it's not you work hard just because you feel like you have to. You work hard because God has given you the ability to work hard. Yeah, it's so true. And I was thinking about when you were, like one of the stories you told me is in your calculus class and you had a bunch of students and God really gave you a heart for revival because of the dream you had in your calculus class. So let's talk about that one. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. So I got a dream of my AP calculus class. It has about 30 students. And so one moment we were just in a normal classroom, just doing our regular thing, learning about de derivatives and all that stuff. Not fun stuff, but. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then uh, I saw it transformed just into heaven, except the only problem was half the kids in the class were not there. And that just created a, a huge sadness in my spirit to lead people to Jesus because I don't want people to burn in hell. I don't. I want to lead everyone. I want the full thirty kids in the class to go to heaven. Yeah, I think when I was a teenager, I remember having an encounter where I started to see. I was probably around fourteen, and I started to see a number of friends that, through dreams, I would have a dream about somebody, and I would see that they didn't know Jesus, and like because you never know if someone really knows Jesus or not. But God would show me, I want to get to know this person. Like, I want them to know me and put a hunger in their heart. And I, I remember being able to just have these conversations that were, they didn't start out. I I would say I was being spiritually intelligent because they in stealth, because they didn't start out incredibly like the Lord, you know, has told me whatever. I just would start out saying, hey, tell me what's going on at home right now like, with your family. And they would just break down in my arms, cry, and I'd lead them to the Lord. And I just love that you had this dream because the first time I ever had a dream about the harvest was very similar to what you had. And then it was followed up by individual dreams of how to like love on people or just people that were God would give me indications of who to talk to and just maybe one sentence, which would be like, how are you and your dad doing out of the blue? And the person would just be like, I'm so, I hate my dad. And we'd have this deep discussion about that. I think a lot of times Christians, especially when you're in high school or junior high, like you don't think you, you this is going to happen for you. Or you don't think God's going to speak to you that intuitively. And he does. Like, I think 
you know, the average person who gets saved gets saved under the age of 12. And a lot of our impact that we have is when we're in our teenage years, like God sets so much of our identity in our teenage years. And you're doing such a good job of communicating that. As a matter of fact, your book is called Trailblazing Your Teen Years. And I love that part of, you know, God brings confirmations along the way. And and you were in church and you had adults from your church praying and prophesying over you. What was the word they gave you? Because I love this. It's so it's so in line with trailblazing your teen years. Yeah. Three different times in my life, I was prophesied that I was going to be a torch carrier. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that. Like whenever I felt like the Holy Spirit was leading me to call this book Trailblazing Your Teen Years, I didn't even think about that prophecy. And then I'm like, I thought back and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because I believe we're all called to be trailblazers, which means like we're the first person to do something. And that that's fitting out of the mold. And that goes with our subtitle is successful habits to launch out of the norms. Wow. So and that's that's one of your passions is to kind mm-hmm. of come come past the cool cultural norms and actually create the life that like you really want to live, the life that's truly life, which I think this book did a great job of, which shows me the revelation you're getting. It's just so cool, Noah. Like the fact that God spoke to you and there's the fruit of a book that's coming out and it's a good book. It's not just like a, an echo of everything that's out there. It felt so, I mean, I heard other principles that other people have taught before, but it felt so you. It felt like I could see who you were. Your parents must be so proud. How are your parents with this? Oh, they're ecstatic. They're so <laughs> I supportive. Would be. I would be. Yeah. What, tell, tell us about what a, a launching a book looks like for a 17 year old. Uh, the whole process or? Yeah. Like what what's going to happen in May? Like. Do you get to go? Are, are you being invited to speak at different places or share or being interviewed besides my podcast? Yeah, I've spoken a couple churches. Well, um, at my church a few times. Yeah. And I just think God has some crazy things in store. I'm looking forward to it. Well, you're going to you're going to get a lot of people asking some big questions, which is really good. And, you know, I love that you'll be Johnny on the spot. God will give you answers that you didn't even know, you know. You, you didn't even know the answers to, and all of a sudden God comes to you and he'll make you look like a genius, just like this book. <laughs> you look like a genius in this book. Um, well, let's talk about a little bit more about like what def- what were some of the defining moments of your Christian faith? And you can think about this for a second. What were some of the defining moments of your Christian faith where God became really real to you? And it might've been when you were really young or it could have been more recent, but let's talk about some of those moments so people can hear kind of your journey. Well, I mean, I got saved at eight years old and I've always yes. been in a Christian household, just whatever, like always kind of done many Christian beliefs, but I don't think I necessarily knew Jesus Christ um, until recently. I've definitely got dove in deep because I saw uh, 14, 15, I definitely um, was getting distant from him and I was falling under sin and it was just because I didn't know him. And recently yeah. I've just been feeling so much peace and, and I'm, I, I definitely a little bit in my past, I kind of put my identity in everything I accomplished. I was kind of a workaholic. Sure. So I, I think a lot of people might hear that and go, what do you mean? But for teenagers in school right now, if you're, if you want to excel, there's so many programs and it's so amazing how much you can do. And uh, I was a workaholic when I was a youth as well. And I had a, a part of my real conversion. Like, I mean, I was saved like you were when I was little. But when I really met Jesus, like when it was really mature faith, I remember he just showed me there's rest. You don't have to do all this. Like, I'm going to accomplish more through you not striving 
than by you doing all this in your own power. And so I love that that's part of the initial revelation. Was there a, a moment in time that it happened like at a, was it at church? Was it at home? Like where you really start to feel this awakening? Not necessarily. I've just been following Jesus and he's just been uh, giving me just revelations about wow. everything, like like almost every topic. And I've been growing my social media and I've gotten crazy responses. I um, gave my testimony about overcoming an eating disorder. And I've, wow. I'm telling you, it got like twice the amount of likes that any other photo I've ever taken had. And people are hungry for the real. And I just noticed that. Well, that's why I'm, I'm liking who you are because you don't hold the punches and you're sharing very honestly. Let's talk about that a little bit as far as an eating disorder and how you overcame it. Like what, talk about that process. Give us a little bit of that story. All right. So it started out, my coach, and he had very good intentions, but uh, I run distance. So I do track and cross country. Yeah. And we are basically encouraged to stress so much, eat healthy, eat healthy. And we were encouraged to uh, cut out all sugar. And we were basically said that like the leaner you are, the faster you are. The only problem was I was already fairly skinny. Like I have skinny genetics. So I didn't know that already. So I cut weight and I counted every calorie and I cut out sugar and I dropped so much weight and it was bad. So I was about 115 pounds at 510 and even at that physique i thought that i was fat Ooh. so my parents definitely uncovered the lies and just that brought me closer to jesus because i couldn't get out of that on my own and just getting stronger and stronger in my faith uh, i'm now 40 pounds stronger than i've yes. ever been and i'm much much faster than i've ever been wow that's such a good story i, I love that your parents were so involved uh, last question I want to ask you is about your parents and about your family dynamic. What's the day in the life of the Halloran family? Well, I usually wake up around six, uh, seven, eight ish, so fairly early riser. And I usually do school till three, and then three thirty to five thirty I run. And then at night we just spend time together and we read scripture. And we just I've definitely switched from getting in the pop culture, soaking myself in that to getting nourished with fulfilling words from God and praying and worship music. And I've just noticed so much more peace whenever I do that instead of watch TV or look through social media. And isn't it interesting that like this generation of youth and you, you know, them because you're in public school, there's so much anxiety. Like there's so much anxiety driving this generation. Do you feel that? Definitely. Yeah. And so it's so amazing that you're getting grounded in family and in the word and in worship I love that. I love that you're living kind of a fasted life. And that's just an amazing thing. Well, Noah, I want everybody to get your book. Let's just talk about how to get it right now, just because I think it's going to be so important for people. If you have a young person in your life, uh, junior high, high school, or young adult, get them Noah's book. Go ahead and tell them how to get it. Uh, it's going to be on Amazon, probably Barnes & Noble Bookstore. There's Kindle. Yeah, basically anywhere books are sold worldwide. Perfect. Well, you did a great job on the interview. Thank you so much, Noah, for being on. Thanks for sharing your journey, your story. Thanks for being vulnerable. And keep going at it, man. I can't wait to see what it comes out of your life in the next 10 years. Thank you so much, Sean. One of my favorite questions I get as someone who people tend to see as a prophetic person or a ministry leader is, will you mentor me? 
And I love this question and I haven't been able to do much with it for all these years because I've been teaching, writing books, these kinds of things, but the one-on-one -on -one is the hardest part. There's just not enough time, especially for the thousands of requests we've gotten. Well, we came up with a solution called the Translating God Mentoring Platform. And this is a platform where there's five videos a week along with an online coach who's gonna answer your questions and you will have question and answer videos, teaching videos, mentoring, other people videos where we're doing mentoring conversations. There's videos from other prophetic ministers and some you'll know really, really well who are sharing prophetic testimonies and stories of what works for them. You don't want to miss being a part of this community that's growing online because just subscribing monthly, you're going to get all these videos every week into your mailbox. And I know it's going to change your life as you have someone to process your prophetic journey with you and have these mentoring conversations with. Come join us at bowlsministries.com and click on mentoring. You're going to love it. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles. I want to encourage you to stay involved with us. Continue the conversation online by going to our Facebook page. Sean Bowles is our Facebook public address. Also, you can visit us at www.bowlesministries.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. It's Exploring the Prophetic with Sean Bowles.